Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We are back, Kenny Wilhite, Jay Foreman, old school, Austin and holding us down uh, from the Sarda Heyman text line. Bryce says, Drew Timmy is the most annoying college basketball player since Tyler Hansbrough. <laughs> is that true? You believe? You, no. you agree? No. Drew Timmy is plenty annoying, but yeah. there were two more annoying players in the Big Ten Conference since Tyler Hansbrough. Brad Davison, Jordan Bohannon. Yeah. Especially Bohannon. And, Either uh, one. Yeah, and I probably think one of the most annoying who actually ended up being pretty good in the pros was J.J. Reddick. Couldn't stand him. Yeah. Could yeah, not – and but that's but your you know, guy. But it's, been, it's been hilarious <clears throat> seeing everyone hate J.J. Reddick in college, and now he's, like, loved yeah. on social media. For but the one guy, but yeah. what's the dude that plays for uh, Milwaukee, the, the dirty player from Duke? Oh, uh, Grayson about Allen? Gra- now, he Grayson. was another one. And he's probably the worst. He's, now, time. he is the worst. Yeah. He is the worst. Grayson. Yeah. He's a crybaby. Yeah. A little bit. He, he always get his hand stuck caught in the cookie jar, but it wasn't him. You're right. <laughs> that's, right. That's how he plays, and that's how he looks when he's playing. You're right. He'd want to kick you. Oh, I didn't see oh, you. I didn't, oh, I didn't see I you. I stepped on your hand. My bad, dog. I, yeah. Man, Not dude. even that. Just there's what a, he there's does. There's all this floor out here. Yeah. I just accidentally run over here and accidentally stepped on your Yeah. Yeah. And then act like he didn't do it. But. You know, as we uh, alluded to going into break, coming out of break, we, I want to ask Kenny some questions about what it's like on a staff. Obviously, you know, following on social media, everywhere this is a huge uh, recruiting weekend. Um, obviously, Matt Rule's staff's first spring, you know, after the first week or so. Um, it's a huge recruiting week. It's been a huge recruiting week, you know, now that you have a lot of junior days and going and visiting earlier in the week. But now this is a huge visit weekend. I think they have 27 guys coming in you got the number one player Dylan Rayola a lot of five stars and four stars um some guys that you already got committed or close to maybe committed I want to ask you when you've been on staffs and in this it doesn't matter who, mm-hmm. what the coaching staff is when you have a huge recruiting weekend and and look this is a maybe unprecedented in Nebraska right now right we haven't had this type of supposedly recruiting weekend since Mike Wright Mike Riley did the Friday Night Lights thing and stuff like this. But this is, seems like, you know, obviously a little different. Do you guys sit down and put all 27 names up there and have a game plan for them? How many, or like, how many commits we want out of this weekend? And then what's it based on? Based on how many times, you know, you guys have had face-to-face, how many times he's been on campus, or the feeling from it, and have a goal of commitments coming out of this weekend? Well, first and foremost, you have a staff meeting and you say we need all hands on deck. All hands on deck. Um, no, no, I'm a, that I'm, big of, let me ask you this though. See, I'm, a, I'm about, to, I'm about to, I'm about to throw you this big old song. Now, is all hands on deck just your staff? Because I know for a fact, my dad is is knee deep down there in Miami Hurricanes and Michael Irvin and all those guys helping recruiting on this type of weekend. Walter Eugene, Chuck Foreman, okay? <laughs> he said Walter. I shouldn't even Use say that. Whole, I, that man, it, go it, be I know, because he's going to be bad, right? name, man. Come yeah. on, man. You know we don't hey, do that. Uh, well, Walter Eugene, Stop. Chuck Foreman. Just Chuck Let, Foreman okay. was – I just saw him last week, I'll, and he made me mad, so I'm getting it back. Listen, <clears> he's <throat> on the way down there as we speak. So, to clarify all hands on deck. What Miami does and Florida State does and what Georgia does and Tennessee Alabama. does. Alabama, all hands on deck is a different maybe 
than what all hands on deck is here. So is it just all hands on deck by employed staff or is it all hands on deck Huskers, Huskers all the way? Well, it's a coincidence that they've invited former players back for practice for this weekend. For right. this weekend. Yeah. So it's all hands on deck. According to who's in that group of former players, right. you can use them. You, you, hopefully you use them. Right. Um, um, I know when we were there, we tried to use them. Um, but when I say all hands on deck, that means all yeah. hands on deck. So mm-hmm. if you have you, – you invited them for that reason, and if you don't use them, then that's on you, right. meaning former players. You know I what I mean? Because they're right. there, right? So um, you sit down as a staff and you have your priority guys, you have your committed guys, and you have your guys that are your top-tier guys who you – Pretty much you want to roll out the red carpet to put your best foot forward to sell yourself, the university. Well, not – let me rephrase that. You're selling the university first. Right. Then you're selling what you're trying to – Opportunity. Opportunity you know, that, that yeah. you can present to them for later on in life. And then um, your team. Right. You have, a put a, you have to put a good showing on in practice for them to say, hey, yeah, I see myself doing this and doing that. Um so, but then, so again, you have your committed guys, right? You use them to recruit your priority guys, mm-hmm. and you have a pecking order. It can be me, you, and Austin. Austin's the best of the two at the position. That's the one you want, right? Mm-hmm. If you get number three, one, two, three. If you get number three and he wants to commit, you slow play him because he's not the best of one and two, mm-hmm. right? You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, I've been there. So, yeah. That's how that's how that works. Now it's a long weekend. It's a you know, it's, it, it's, it's it's two days. It seems like it's two weeks. Two days that become it feels like two weeks. By the time Sunday afternoon rolls around, you, you just want to go home and put your feet up. And uh, me for me, it'd be go home and um, drink a Mountain Dew and right. eat, eat a little Debbie snack cake. Right. But so again, it's you selling the university. You selling what you can give them. As far as academically, everything. life skills, yeah. everything, but there's a priority list. Will you get commits out of this weekend? Probably from the number three. But do you honor it? Uh, you just you know. So sometimes sometimes it's your first time getting guys on your campus. Mm-hmm. But if it's a guy like that's committed, that's been there seven times, you know you, hey, you do this, you do that, you go do your own thing. You, now you got to help us recruit. Right. So on so, yeah, so like so. Buford's brother. His brother goes here. He's know, good. Yeah. He's he's in. All right. You gotta be but uh, you, yeah. So you use him to talk to Kenny and Austin and, Austin and, yeah. and Jay. Yeah. Man, this 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 is this what we can get done. This is what I see we can do here, this and that and this and that. But to get commits on a junior day, probably not. Um if well, you it, got a mix, right? Because, I mean these like Dylan Ray. Oh, he's about to be a senior. These all these guys about to be seniors. Yeah, but he he still has time. Yeah, to get him or a guy that's another guy like in this situation, you won't get him committed on a junior day. Now they come back for their official visit later on, possibility. Right. But junior days, you may get an in-state kid or a kid in a five hundred mile radius to commit for before you get a kid from you know Texas or the West Coast or the East Coast, Georgia, whatever. But I'd be surprised they get two out of the weekend. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's recruiting is just a uh, 
it's a long game. It you is. know, I assume that they, when they get the staff, they're trying to, you know, like you said, a pecking order. Get the feel for them, too. Yes. Because, you know, you might be wanting to have, you know, Kenny Wilhite, an offensive tackle from, let's just say, uh, uh, since we're talking about Arkansas, he's from Arkansas. But you might be like, you know what? I just don't think that it, it's just we, – we, we like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, on his tape. But I just get the feeling like he's going to end up going to Arkansas because he, all he talked about is his uncle went to Arkansas. Yep. He's, he's talked about, you know, he glowed. He, he was talking glowingly when he's going to Auburn. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean you quit, but you also understand that where you're at. Now, you drop, now he drops down in based, your, on, it, based yeah. on that. So, right. again, you're selling yourself, but you're also getting the feel Good for, for them. They're, they're, are they really interested? You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Are they really interested? Because if they're on your campus talking about – like, we've had guys show up on our campus wearing other schools' clothes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, look, man. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Odell James, you know, that played at Baylor. Uh, Hines – or not Hines. What, um, Quincy uh, Carter. You know, they were came, and they, they came on visits, but they were always talking about Georgia. Like – you almost got beat down yeah. back when we played. You yeah. come here talking about another school, you're going to get some hands thrown on you. So, I mean, they ain't like that now. But, you know, I think it's a it's a unique process um, that has to be strategically done. It's just a little different, I think, here because of the way that – well, first of all, you know, my dad's like 70-something years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, now granted him and Reuben Carter and all those guys was the first, you know, African-American, you know, 1968, mm-hmm. obviously – for them to be peeling back all the way to the OGs, triple OGs, triple OGs, with all the other guys to be there and show the family atmosphere. But that's family. You know, like whether it's Michael Irvins, Ray Lewis, and all those guys. You know, Ray Lewis, by Ray Lewis, I'm just going to let you know, is on Showtime. Okay, he's on Showtime. I was about to say, isn't Michael Irvin on ESPN? Well, he was, he, he was, he was on ESPN. But all those guys, Clinton Portis, all yeah. these guys that are heavily involved big personalities on national TVs helping the program, they're on They have to do that in order to get back where they're at, mm-hmm. you know? And so, I mean, you up there, you know, you ain't got no reason to be bringing my dad down there. Cause these kids know my dad played in 1968. No clue. Who he these is. kids weren't even a thought, of, a thought right Their parents were barely right. It's functioning. Yes. Right. So to, but they're trying to show them the long game. Yeah. They're trying to show them what they're saying. They're trying to put tangible, results into what they're saying yep. and they know it's the competition stick just because you got florida and florida state um so i think that uh you know it'd be an interesting weekend to see where it's at i think it's a good weekend for nebraska to do it i think that you know the number of recruits or commits obviously you'd, you'd like to come out with like i would say two to four that's yep. what i would be wanting, wanting yep. right and and it's got to be i think reciprocated kenny commits we honor it. Yep. Those are the ones I'm talking about. Not the ones that were we slow play you because you might be at 12, right? Yeah. And so you could fill up a whole class if you just bring in a whole bunch of guys that's ready to commit. But I also think the fact of having these guys on campus also helps to eventually recruit other kids as mm-hmm. well because they all follow each other. Yes. And if they see Kenny Wilhite, that's a four-star DB, receiver, whatever, going to Nebraska and say they just kind of had Nebraska letters and kind of, you know, glanced over text messages from coach or recruiter, they might start, you know, answering those text messages and letters and calls, and then that could you could get a couple good, you know, players that way. So I think everything's a positive. Um, and, you know, ultimately, you know, how the practice is, struck, or is structured, structured is going to be huge as well. Um, 
I think that, you know, they had a little bit of media in there, you know, earlier in the week. I think that's everything's got to be orchestrated. Everybody's got to understand, you know, it's selling your program at all the time. When you're a program that's trying to establish yourself, reestablish yourself, I guess. You're in constant. You're you're constantly being evaluated. You're constantly have eyes on you. So you have to be strategic about what you're doing. So when you have the media in there for 40 minutes, you got to make sure you have stuff that's sellable for the media to say things have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, now I do believe like you kind of amp up your coaching and your energy for the TV. It's a show, but I also think it's in you as well. Yep. Right. And so as long as you're consistent. It doesn't really matter. Of course, you're going to amp it up a little bit. I've been there. I mean, we, everybody's been there. Mm-hmm. And you do it sometimes when the coaching clinics comes in as well because you, you're, you're, this is what you're you know, what you're selling. What selling. And so when you have the recruits come in, you got to make sure that it's, it's you're getting a good work in. You're not, you know, kind of just out there and dog and pony show with the team. But then also you're making sure that it's appealing to the, the players, you know, that are coming in because this is eventually your future. Mm-hmm. I think it's good they have some early commits in that just were recruited that could be could have stayed in high school so they can actually talk about the the transition for some of these players that potentially could be them yes. just come just, or January yes so I think that's good as well and I think you also have to talk to the players I need you to go talk to Austin and that's one thing I didn't touch on um the early commits that are on your campus right now you want to make sure you get them in front of the recruits right that's huge you get a, you got a player panel question Q and A. Hey, you've been here since January. How's it been? How's the new staff treating you? You know, how's academics? Mm-hmm. How are the players treating you? Yeah. How's the locker room? How's so, it different from high school? How's it different from high school? You know, so you you want to you want to involve them yeah. also. You want to involve the guys that are on your roster also. By any means necessary to get it done. Um, should be no restrictions. So mm-hmm. that's that's a good segment, man. It'd be interesting to see how this weekend goes. Uh, we'll be able to kick back and watch some basketball because we we are. Uh, we were on the sidelines, and we, we're going to be at the crib. We ain't going to be able to help. So I'm, we're going to be chilling watching, and we're going to just be watching on the internet, get back on Twitter. Uh, but we'll, we're going to take a short break, come back with a short segment here uh, before we get into the uh, second round of the of the Sweet 16. Jay Foreman, Austin, and Kenny Wilhite. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> 